Welcome to Cake Money Confidential, hosted by your girl, Taylor Quinn. I'm a business mentor, wife, mom, projector, Enneagram 3, cancer sign, and making money is my love language. Around here, we believe business gets to be wildly profitable and fun as fudge cake. In 2020, my first full calendar year in business, I made over $400,000 cash while full-time teaching, wifing, and growing a tiny human. Because I combine the woo and the work, I know I can have it all, and I'm here to teach and show you, you can too. You ready for an episode so juicy it should be confidential? Grab a slice of cake and let's dive in. Okay, fam, your girl is doing back-to-back. Well, not really back-to-back recording because I recorded um, the episode that you listened to last week. I recorded that like a few hours ago, and and this one was just like, it just made total sense. I had no idea that I was going to record this today, but I think that this is a topic that really needs to be talked about. Um, And here's the thing that last podcast episode that I just created, you know, I'm talking about toasted buns. And if you haven't listened to toasted buns, go listen to toasted buns. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So you can DM me and we can chat about toasted buns. If you know what I'm saying. Anyways, um, that when I was recording that podcast in my office, I got interrupted four different times. Um, and I don't even like to call it like interrupted, but I am not I'm not a fan of fancy language because a lot of times when people try to use like fancy language, it's just unfucking clear what they're talking about. Um, but what I mean by that is I feel like interrupted kind of carries like a negative connotation, but Xavier needed me. He came into my office. He needed some love. He needed his mom, um, four different times throughout recording that episode. And that episode wasn't long. Right. Um, but I really want to have a conversation around this because I could have, got frustrated. I could have said, okay, I'm just not going to record today. I could have allowed that to impact my mood, impact my creativity, but all of that would have been my choice, right? I would have been choosing to do those things. And so I really want to have a conversation around today. Like what are the things that you tell yourself you have to have or do or be in order to be creative? Because most of them, are complete fucking bullshit. And I'm going to share a few of the things that I used to think that I needed in order to be creative before I had a baby. Um, And we're going to challenge them, right? It's like, what are the things that you tell yourself you have to have in order to be creative, do or be? And is that actually fucking true? Like, are those things actually required? Because motherhood has really, really challenged me with this one. And in the most beautiful way. Like, I'm... It's really cool to think about where I'm at right now with my creativity versus where I used to be because create, (laughs) excuse me, the fuck words, creativity for me before becoming a mom, before Xavier was here Earthside was dependent on so many outside factors, right? And now it's not, which is like, for me, such a huge celebration. And it's something that even if you're not a mom, you don't have babies yet or ever, this is going to be an incredibly helpful episode. I just think like this, embodying this is going to absolutely change your relationship with content, the way that you create, how you create, how you feel creating, because a lot of these quote unquote rules or requirements that we make up about creativity I mean, they're cock blocking us. You know what I'm saying? Like they are cock blocking creativity. They just are. And we're creating way less content 
if we were having shifted, having shifted it, wow, y'all bear with me. Okay. Well, what dressing would you like with this word salad? (laughs) But here's the truth, right? Having all of these requirements. Well, here's what I'll say. Let me say this first. I used to hear all the time in the online industry. Um, and I even encourage my clients to do this, right? And I, I used to really believe in this, but I used to encourage my clients and I've heard it a million times, like find out when you're the most creative and create then, right? The time of day. Like when are you the most naturally creative? But here's the fucking truth. That doesn't always work when you're a mom, right? In fact, most of the time it doesn't. My life and my days are full and fuck, I love them so much. Like I love my life so much more now. It's just so full, right? But the fact of the matter is, is that it doesn't always work. Like I used to tell myself that I'm only creative in the morning. So I would always plan my day to create in the mornings. Guess what? I can't tell you the last time I was able to create in the mornings. Like I'm not, (laughs) I'm not the person that wakes up before their kid. Absolutely not. Okay. Your girl, my alarm is my baby. That's when I'm waking up. And very rarely, very rarely is there a time that I'm up before him. Um, But here's the thing, like, being a mom, you carry a lot. There's a big mental load. Like I know y'all know, I know y'all feel this. I know y'all feel this. So all of these things that we think about creativity and these rules that we've created for ourselves, they're going to be, they're challenged, right? I kn- they were absolutely challenged for me. And I'm going to go through some of them because you, whether you're a mom or not, like you might be really feeling this. Um, and so we're going to challenge them, right? So before having Xavier, I thought that I have to be well rested, I have to be incredibly energetic, not tired at all in order to be creative. I used to think that I like, and by the way, that doesn't work anymore, right? Because my baby wakes up like he just started waking up zero to one times per night and he's two for the past two years. I've been waking up with him every single night for two to five times throughout the night, every night. Um, so that just, that belief did not support me any longer, Right. I know now that I can be absolutely tired as hell and create the most banging piece of content somebody's ever read in their life. And they can't wait to pay me because of it. Because I had to challenge that, right? Because if I believe that I had to be... (laughs) If I believed that I had to be well-rested in order to create juicy content, I would never create, truly. Like, I would, would like... You'd get, like, maybe one post a month. Um... I also used to think that I had to be like, that I had to have space to be creative, that like, you know, it was hard for me to be creative when I wasn't in my own home or in my own office. And I, you know, we travel, like we used to live in California, which is across the country from our family. And when we go visit our family for the holidays, that was a major block for me around creating because I felt like I couldn't do it because I had to be in like a chosen environment in order to feel creative. Um, I used to think that I had to have my morning routine. Before Xavier, I had the most elaborate, luxurious morning routine. And it was like an hour plus. I have none of, I don't do any of that now. It's it's just, I would rather sleep. (laughs) Sleep's a priority. So I don't do that anymore. Um, Again, I used to think that like I was only creative in the morning and absolutely not after lunch. Like you want me to create something after lunch? Not happening, Right. Like I said, there's been very few times when I've had an opportunity to create first thing because that was always my go-to. I don't get on my phone. I don't check Voxer. I always create first thing. That's just not always like doable now, you know? Um, 
I have to be in a good mood. Like I've got to be shitting rainbows in order to create that. It just doesn't work. Right. Um, everything in my life has to be seamless to create. Also just not true. Right. Like our life is wild right now. We're in the middle of this renovation. We're living in the home that we're renovating. Um, we're still in the process of finding a nanny. Like there's, there's a lot, you know what I mean? And so if I held the belief that everything in my life had to be seamless in order to create, I simply would not. Right. So motherhood has challenged every single one of these, but something so beautiful came of it. Right. So beautiful. And it was the embodiment around knowing that I'm creative because I am like, there's no, it's within me. Nothing outside of me is required in order for me to be creative right? I can create fucking mind-blowing content and modules for Cake Money Method and plug into the Juice membership and do riffs no matter what. I can be so bone tired and I can still do it and it's so freaking good, right? I, how many times do I say right during an episode? Um, just, um, I'm like noticing myself saying it literally a million times on this episode. So take a shot and whatever you want to, orange juice or vodka, which that makes me throw up. I hate liquor. <laughs> Anyways, you do you. If you want to take a shot every time I say right, let's break go for it. Um, okay. The other belief that I have is like, I always have an overflow of ideas because that's just who I am. I'm creative because it's who I am as a person. There's nothing that I need outside of myself, not an environment, not a certain time of day. And some of that, like I question it within myself. You know what I mean? Like I don't have to be in a good mood to create. I can create really great content. Even if my brain tells me it's trash, like I know it's delicious, you know? Uh, So I just really, I really want you to look at these rules that you've created around creativity and start challenging them. How freeing would it be for you if you're just like, no, I'm creative because I am. And you allowed yourself to play with that idea and to, it's not necessarily leverage, but just practice it. Experiment with it. Oh, Like, I'm most creative in the morning. Okay, try it. Like, what is it like for you to write a post at night? I don't know if you want to do that, but that's an example. You know what I mean? And it's just been, it's been so freeing for me to stop having all of these rules around my creation and just let creation and creativity be part of who I am, you know? And to let it be fun and playful and light and there's no restrictions and I don't put it in a box and there's no rules. Like they're all, all of those rules are fucking fake. They're just, they're all imaginary. You know what I mean? Our brain loves to have these like concepts and rules that we have to follow because it makes it feel safer, you know, but it's just not true. You're creative because that's who you are, which is really, really exciting so I want you to take this idea and, and really sit down, challenge these things, challenge all of the rules that you have created for yourself that are absolutely fucking false when it comes to creating content, podcast episodes, all the things, and then challenge them, right? It's like, first off, self-awareness is everything. So do this from a place of like very judgment-free, do it with love, do it with grace, do it with massive amounts of honesty with yourself because that's the only way that this is going to work and then just ask yourself is this actually true like is this written in the clouds somewhere is this 
you know, are you sure? Like, just really question yourself. Are those things actually required? Or could you play with the idea of stretch your edge around creativity and these quote-unquote rules? And then can you take it a step further and play with the idea and create from the space of I'm creative because it's just who I am and nobody or anything cannot, no, like, that can't be taken away from me you know? Okay. I love you so freaking much. I cannot wait to hear what you create and how creation just feels way more playful and light for you after this episode. Okay. I love you so much. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye y'all. Podcast fam. Listen, hold your cake pops. Your girl needs to tell you something. It would mean the absolute freaking world to me if you would share our podcast with your three closest business besties. So if you love this episode as much as I love you and you want to help our podcast create even more impact in this world, take a screenshot of this episode and just text your best friend like, Sam, you got to listen to this ASAP. I'm so thankful for you and your support. Wishing you a booty load of cake and massive amounts of money. I love you so freaking much. See you next week.